0: Murphy, Sam and Jody, After the Show. And instead of the After the Show podcast, I should call this the After the Show Pump Me Up today. Pump me up, Murphy? Well, I mean, this is sort of like a a positive... You know, earlier in the show, I was talking about Judith Krantz, the author. She passed away, ninety-one years old. And not
1: know you knew who she was. I mean, I, I mean, I barely did. Well, how many, no, how took, many
0: books have you read, Murphy? I haven't. <laughs> that's why it took me a second. It's like Judith Krantz. Oh, I know who she is. At first, I'm thinking, is she the one that used to tell the future, <laughs> like a psychic? <laughs> or I didn't know. You know, she, she that's was on Gene fr- Dixon. Yeah, exactly, on the front of the Inquirer or something like that. So well, I don't know who y'all are talking about, but okay. You don't remember standing in the checkout line and seeing, you know, I mean, the no. Inquirer, Gene Dixon predicts the end of the world. (laughs) No, I mean, can
1: I tell you this? I never read the Inquirer headlines. I never cared. Every once in a while, a picture might grab me, but I was like, oh, Inquirer. Fake.
0: Well, you know, and this isn't it's part of the pump me up, but it brings up a question to me. You know, how would your grandmother have felt about that psychic stuff? Was she like oh, very much against all that? Very much so. You believed in the Lord and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. i was just curious and see. But it was funny. Those things, you know. She had trouble sell. with trick or treat. I mean, look <laughs> out. <laughs> I, I, I Hey, this is Jody. Stand up routine. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Tell us another one. (laughs) Well, the reason I brought up Judith Krantz, who actually (sighs) was a romance novel writer, is the story that I read about her. Yeah, she passed away, but the story was very inspiring. And to me, for anybody that's either struggling with their career now, maybe just whether you're way deep in a career or you're just out of college, I thought it was pretty cool because she started her successful career as a romance novel writer after the age of 50 she was Man. i mean she'd already you know been in multiple jobs before then but her the big thing that made her known and made her the most money was something that happened after 50 and um she actually had already been writing for cosmo and a few magazines but in school she was told she actually in like one of her creative writing classes that she wasn't creative mm-hmm. she actually had a t te- and she got a b in that and she really had kind of given up on fiction altogether she loved writing but had given up on fiction i don't
1: think anybody should ever make that sort of blanket statement to someone else about who they are like give guidance for if you're a teacher and you think someone's not creative don't go you're not creative just you know guide them towards being creative if that's what they wish yeah. you, can't, you should never make a blanket statement about someone to them about who they are you know. i just really but the, the her story about not becoming successful until after 50 is really cool for two reasons to me uh it's you know it's a good like pick me up inspiring for someone who's yeah. been struggling forever to make it in some you know some in something and you feel like once you pass a certain age you're never going to make it well that's not true it's time to start writing that's romance not novels. True. <laughs> um, but the other reason it's interesting too is something i'd love to talk about um To me, I think if you really dig deep, if we were to dig deep for all these, a lot of people that we all admire, whether for you some sort of marketing guru, Murphy or something like that, um, you, a certain amount of experience, it takes a certain amount of experience and life to get that good. You know what I mean? It doesn't surprise me that she was 50 or plus before she really got it because experience is everything. You know, somebody who, may, and, and watch it, watch it with, when people make it big and early, uh, they don't know who they are. Yeah. They, they have the biggest identity crises. You can't <laughs> Crises. Crises. <laughs> crises when they're, when people make it too
0: young. Well, and there are two things that really <laughs> jump out at me about this. Um, one of them is most successful people have failed at a million things. Totally. First because that's part of the path. I mean, really nothing, you know, no great success. Yes. On occasion a great stroke of luck can help get somebody, you know, into Early on, where they right. want to be. Absolutely. But you know a lot of the times it's it's that planning, you know, crossing that moment of opportunity where it opens up. You've been trying so hard for so long and because you have not given up, yeah. you know what I mean? And, the any, opportunity opens up.
1: Anytime you look at somebody and you assume, "Oh, that was easy for them. That's nice overnight." It's not that way. It's not that way for anyone. Yeah. Except just, just, Mark Zuckerberg. No, that's
0: not true. Well, but I mean, it's, it's something. I mean, yeah, right place, right time, but he's also a super intelligent guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's also I mean, failed he, a good bit, he, too. He, yeah, he had a vision for something, <laughs> and he stuck to it. And so that can happen, but there, it just made me remember there are a couple of you know, famous people who were over the age of 50 that really hit it big, and some of these have stood the test of time and I always forget about. It. You know, you think about KFC, and you know how they brought back the colonel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the look at the
1: colonels. The, <laughs> the new colonels are weird to me. Okay, well, this isn't... <laughs> oh, just a campaign.
0: My, my point is, the original colonel, his name was Harlan Sanders, he was 65 years old before he started going around and sharing his recipe and yeah. trying to sell his chicken recipe. Nice. So here's a man who was at, you could say, retirement, retirement age... Yeah. Yeah. before he even started his very first restaurant which okay. is that's pretty amazing to me yeah. and you know in the in the fast food world the other one is mcdonald's which is still a you know very big successful chain today Bill, you know many many Billions franchises around the world re- billion served <laughs> right um and ray Co- crock the the founder of that <laughs> Who was played by Tom Hanks? Right. In no, the no, movie? no. Uh,
1: Michael Keaton. Michael
0: Keaton. Michael Keaton played Ray Kroc. So, um, but he was also fifty-three years old before he gave up as a mm-hmm. milkshake salesman, machine salesman, right. and went into business with the That's McDonald. That's ironic. With the McDonald brothers. What do you mean that's ironic? It's
1: the shake machine's always broken. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's because he quit selling them. And right,
1: <laughs> right. Okay. But
0: the- even more contemporary, Samuel L. Jackson, before he had oh, a right. big time, he had struggled with drug addiction and a lot of other things. He was 46 when Pulp Fiction came out in the 90s. Really? really? I
1: mean, that's wow. when
0: his career took off, right?
1: That's so cool. Yeah. And
0: Jody, what you were saying, too, and I, I don't have examples of this, but a lot of very successful people they always tell their story about how i was told in school right you know you're not good enough to do this this, or you can't do that and they set out to do that or right they 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 took it that way and then realized later on wait they can't tell me that
1: nobody gets to tell you who you are no one you can spend you spend your life figuring that out and showing the world but
0: yeah you know and i'm purely speculating here um chad but uh, I, I can bet you that Judith had more experience in romance later in life than she did in her education process when oh, they told totally, her that totally. she wasn't going to make it as a fiction writer.
1: Totally. It's not even yeah. just about bringing that point up. It's not just about um, her writing skills, but her
0: life experience, her life experience yeah, you know that what?
1: she was able to pour into you know, romance stories. God,
0: that's funny, Chad. I never thought of it that way. It would be a yeah. little creepy for a 21-year-old romance novelist. You know what I mean? That's... <laughs>
1: Well, it wouldn't you be would writing have to with ask any realism. You know what I mean? yeah. Not much realism. True. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good
0: point. Oh, unlike a romance novel, which is total realism. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 There <laughs> no, are some Okay, say,
1: King of the rom coms, Sam. You're the king of the rom coms. Well, That's because they're true. Right. Those stories are written, <laughs> you know, and, and they touch you for some yeah. reason. Romance well, novels can be good love stories but, as
0: long as they're not too cheesy with the heaving this and all that. But um <laughs> But you know what I mean? That, what Chet's talking about for, for like stand-up comedy experience. is true too because stand-up comedy, the more experience you have, probably the better you're going to be as a stand-up comic. Doesn't well, the mean more you life
1: experience you get. Right,
0: it doesn't mean that you can't, you know, start that doing that when you're young, but uh, people like um, Leslie Nielsen he was an actor before, you know, Airplane is what put him on the map. And then what was the Naked, big, Gun. The Naked Gun series yeah, in the 80s? Yeah, he was a serious actor before that. Yeah. What? But, he but, was but serious? He, but he was never <laughs> famous. He was 55 years old when he took wow. that part. And the comedy became his thing. Rodney Dangerfield had played around with stand-up mm. comedy, but never beca- hit the scene sure. and, until he was in his late 40s. Um,
1: Jerry you know? Seinfeld's current act, which we saw him last year live, and we I, we laughed so hard. I felt exhausted afterward. We mm. laughed for an hour straight. Mm-hmm. at his live stand-up a lot of it was about him being married and having kids yeah. his life experience he put through a comedy filter for all of us that we could all well, relate to and
0: he didn't get married till later in life anyway right. right when he's sing- right. He was single for a good mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. so yeah i mean they're just there there are a lot of those really cool stories one of them i didn't know but you'll think this is sweet jody because it was one of your favorite tv shows of all time mm-hmm. um little house on the prairie Yes. It was a book series, right? Of course. It was written by Laura Ingalls-, Ingalls Wilder. You know how old she was when she wrote that series? No, sixty-five years old. What? Yeah, that
1: that's is beautiful. I mean, that was her whole. I
0: mean, she had she had struggled as a writer or whatever, and then just decided to whatever this angle was. At sixty-five, yeah. is when she hit her, you know, her, the big time. Never so, give
1: up. I love it. And that's
0: why I just that's the one reason the Judith Krantz thing just really jumped out at me.
1: And you you admit it. You want to read it.
0: What, I'm books? joking. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying <laughs> to joke with you a little Right, bit. well, maybe I could learn a thing <laughs> yeah. or two, I suppose. Jody, I finally <laughs> made it through a book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>